Hi, and welcome to your curated bitching session of the day. I'm Whitney, happily divorced cat mom. And I'm Tess, happily married human mom, and we've been friends for 25 years. We are former high school drum majors and co-valedictorians. Who didn't peak in high school and have a lot to bitch about. Please share in our righteous indignation. Yay, we didn't mess that one up. No, we didn't. And I was, you weren't even reading yours. No, I wasn't. But, um, yeah, I didn't have my microphone sitting on my pages. Um, there's no salsa on that part of the page. Um, <laughs> I do have some, uh, what appears to be some dry queso with salsa. <laughs> Making the You've pages stick together. Problems. You've got food you problems, making... and I have noise problems. You do. Yeah. Yeah. You do have noise. Yeah. So, what are we starting with? I know we had, we had like an outline, didn't we? Oh, yes. So, well, we have to go back to a previous episode for a second. Where oh, yeah. Whitney told me that I was nutritionally deficient in something. Because <laughs> I think that cilantro tastes like soap. And I told her that I was pretty sure it was genetic and that there was a research article about it that I had read a while well, back. And I, so, and I told Tess that cilantro used to taste like soap to me, but it doesn't anymore. And I attributed that to my improved health. So I, and, but then Tess told me that I'm an anomaly and I guess must have changed my genetics somehow. There's some kind of mutation in there. Maybe it was the corona that did it for you. <laughs> no, I, I liked cilantro before that. <sighs> okay, well, there goes that theory. But, so, bring this up because Whitney got a message mm-hmm. that supported my, um, my what? My stance on Your the argument. Topic, that it is yeah. my argument, right? That it is genetic and not a nutritional deficiency. Well, so, and this came from uh, someone I went to college with who, and I was wondering who in, okay, it's Nevada, not Nevada, Uh, who in Nevada was listening to the podcast, well, it turns out uh, this girl I went to college with, um, she lives there, and she listened, and she uh, had done some uh, DNA testing through 23andMe. And she did the version that tells you health risk factors as well as some traits one is more more likely or less likely to have. And included in this was the um, odds of disliking cilantro. Apparently, this is some there's some kind of genetic marker to indicate whether you're going to have an aversion to cilantro. So. Let's just keep track of how many times I'm wrong because it doesn't happen very often, but apparently the past month. Yeah. I well, I'm sure all of our mistakes will be pointed out. Let's make it up. Cilantro. Cilantro. Oh, mosquito hawks. Apparently do not <laughs> eat mosquitoes. But to be fair, that's what we're told our whole life here in the South. I mean, at least in this South, maybe other South area, Southern. Well, and like in this, in the swamp ass mosquito swamp, South. I mean, we have mosquitoes even in the winter. It's really bad. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I 
would like to do that 23andMe thing, though. I think I think Marcus did it. I don't remember all of his results. Uh, <sighs> uh, Tess and I both had a week. Well, Tess has had a week. I've had a day or an evening. <laughs> an evening. So, okay, so what are we bitching about tonight? Zoom. Mm-hmm. The devil that is Zoom. And let's just say when we say Zoom, it could also mean like Microsoft Teams. Because that's what I have yeah, to use right. a lot. You know. Or whatever video conferencing software you're forced to use because the pandemic made yeah. you work from home. Yeah. So what's your first point of contention with Zoom? Well, <clears throat> I think... Um, so I have, to, I have to use Zoom for teaching. So my biggest problem... You said in the previous well, episode to, that you're not a teacher. Well, I'm not a teacher of that nature. But my, I have two, two big, big problems. One is that you show up and you're in your pajamas, in your bed, under your cover. <laughs> do they really do that? Yes. I am, I, am, I am fully clothed as though I were going to work and I am in an office setting you could be on the couch at least or at a desk or something so that you're paying attention because you're not paying attention to me if you're under the covers halfway asleep. So we had to offer Zoom because of the pandemic. It had to be offered if your class size was over um, half capacity of the classroom. Well, once our class got down to that half capacity of the class number, we were like, okay, we're not doing Zoom anymore. You guys can come to class. You're all going to have your masks on. You'll all be safe. You meet, you'll be six feet apart. All the things in place for you, right? No, still not coming to class. So um, come to class and quit using Zoom as a, a crutch and put some clothes on and pay attention. Not in your bed. Those are my two biggest, biggest things. But some would argue that using Zoom for teaching has shown that it's possible and also that telecommuting telecommuting is possible for a lot of jobs when companies previously said absolutely not. Well, I agree. I am not saying that it's not possible. I'm saying that's not the policy. So until that's the policy that you can use it as a convenience mechanism, you need to be in class. Because I have to be there to teach you. I can't be like... I want to go get a manicure after class, so I'm going to teach from Zoom so I don't have to drive an hour and a half home after class and then go get it. Like, I can't do that. I have to show up and I have to teach in class. So you need to show up and be in class because we've met the minimum criteria to not have Zoom. Well, and to be fair, so, yes, with, with what Zoom you can teach, be used for all of those things. With what you teach, they do have, need to be there in person to learn certain right. things anyway. Correct. It isn't. It's not textbook knowledge. I mean, you can't teach stripping if they don't actually get to get on the stripper pole. So. Uh, right. You have to learn how to wipe the pole down and grease it up. Right. Well, and you know what? They need to learn how to properly properly sanitize it because you know COVID. Exactly. Those are very mm-hmm. you know safety issues. Uh, can't learn that all on Zoom. Come to class. Go to class. If you know. I mean, it's just. Those are my two biggest things. I mean, there are lots of little things, of course, but those are the two biggest ones. Okay, so one thing, people who are on Zoom, like, and they have a distracting environment around them. 
that you're where you are is not ideal. You don't have a plain, like an office background, you know, but you can put in filters like background filters. So, um, when we first went to zoom last spring, I would very often, my background was either, um, something from the show, the office or, and the first time I did, it was so funny. Like I had a background that had like, uh, Pam and Jim standing in the background. And one of my older coworkers like, Whitney, who, who are those people? <laughs> and, um, and I remember my boss tried to make the beach his background, but it didn't quite work. So it was like his office blended in to the beach. It was like when you would get photos developed, like back in, you know, back in the day and they'd be like double yeah. exposed or whatever. Um, yeah. So it might either be from the office or it'd be Tiger Stadium. I could never get the backgrounds to work. It would always tell me you need a solid white background for the Zoom backgrounds to work. Yeah, I didn't have one. And um, it never it never worked. Like, my wall yeah. is kind of, you know, busy back there. It never worked for me. So I even tried it in my, you know, my main office. And there was a filing cabinet behind me. It was white, but it was filing. Yeah. It just, they never would work for me. I don't know why. I was probably doing it wrong. No. No, granted, for me, like, I, I have, like, a nice home office set up. Um, for my work meetings now, but my, uh, zoom setup is distracting to coworkers to some extent because I have no way of keeping the cats away from me. And, um, they always have a comment. Like there have been a couple of times this week where coworkers just busted out laughing in the middle of a meeting (laughs) because of my cats. Um, like one of them, she just sat there right in front of the computer, and, but just turned and stared at me. And one of my coworkers, she just, I could see her laughing and shaking. And then she had to turn off her camera. Um, <laughs> and she texted me. She was like, I'm so sorry. She's like, I was really struggling to find the thing to turn my camera off. But, um, but yeah. And then, then today, Hussy, that's one of my cat's names. Hussy was making biscuits on me during a meeting. And anyway, so I try, but now they've just kind of gotten used to it. Yeah, well, I mean, animals will do that, though. If they're used to you being gone for a certain amount of time, then all of a sudden, for a whole year, we're home with them, and they like that company, so. Yeah. Um, Okay, so my second thing, and this was back last spring, my previous employer, and... I think, I think a lot of places probably did this, like when everybody shifted and like from working in the office all the time to working from home, having regular like team meetings just to stay in touch. Like, so having these meetings for the sake of camaraderie and I kind of liked it at first, but then after a while, like in my current job, if we did that, I would lose it. Because I've also gotten used to, so in my current job, cause my previous job, like there would be so many pointless meetings and like when we were there in person too. But I think some people just have pointless zoom meetings just to feel, keep everybody feeling like they stay connected. And I understand the rationale behind that, but it keeps you from actually doing any work. I feel like the meetings where I am now, they're usually necessary. They're useful. Um, but like one day I think I texted you last week there was one day where I had no meetings and I got a ton of work done, but 75% of that work was getting ready for the meetings that I had <laughs> the next two days. Yeah. But, 
Uh, but where I am now, usually, you know, efficient meetings, necessary, not meetings. It could have been an email. But I know people have gotten so just over Zoom meetings that are not necessary. Well, but you know, I want. I was going to say, I think that we had fewer meetings since we were on Zoom than we would have if we were in person. And so that just tells me how efficient we can be in those fewer meetings versus having a gazillion meetings about one topic. Um, so I actually was surprised that this, the Zoom meetings were not overused mm-hmm. um, from my end. Uh, yep. for, for meetings, which was which was nice. And they were productive, I mean, for some people. Not for me, because I was too busy paying attention to cats and people squirming, but, <laughs> I mean, ideally they were. Okay, so my next thing, because this came up in that previous job, people not muting themselves. Like, you should know this by now. Although today I was on a meeting where somebody did not uh, have herself muted, and... You could, you could hear like the um, feedback from other people, you know, from her speakers and just lots of background right. noise. But I remember last year, a very large meeting, um, very educated professionals in this meeting. And the big boss over all of us has to issue reminders that he should not have to issue. But he said that this had happened. Um, you know, <laughs> no. so, of course, mute yourself. And he said, if you were on Zoom on your phone and you take your phone to the bathroom with you, no. make sure it's muted and your camera's off. No. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, one of my friends that um, worked at a similar place as me um told me that or he texted me one day when he overheard um a toilet flush on a zoom meeting yeah oh my gosh so i just i keep myself on mute unless i need to speak yeah well yeah because you don't want to hear your cats meowing or your dogs barking unnecessarily i mean if it's your turn to talk and it happens right i mean you can't control when the ups driver comes and your dog goes nuts but if you're just sitting there listening mute yourself yeah nobody wants to hear you cough or sneeze and all that noise is distracting okay my final one i'm gonna kind of combine these two so if you're in a zoom meeting with people that you don't meet with regularly you don't really know um and you know you meet so infrequently that you feel the need to have everybody introduce themselves you should call on each person to tell them to introduce yourself because not everybody's gallery screen is going to look the same as everybody else's. So you can't just say, right. oh, let's go in order because the order doesn't look the same for everybody and not everybody has right. a gallery view. And um, so then you have everybody kind of jumping in, starting to introduce themselves and there's awkward pauses. So if you are leading a meeting and you're asking people to introduce themselves, call on them individually or like if yes. they're in different departments be like okay the people from this department or the people from this school you know so those are all of my zoom things i think yeah that well it didn't take us very yeah. long no i think we're just too worked up about other things uh-huh uh-huh and we'll get to those yeah we'll get to all that in a minute but later later i have a list of what the internet says are the internet you know the top 17 things that you should do while in a zoom call or on a zoom Top meeting 17 that's a lot of things there are 17 
17 things that you should do. I mean, most of what we said is on that list. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff apparently that people are doing yeah. that they should not be doing on Zoom. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I think uh, we'll we'll stop for a second, and then we will come back so you can tell us about your lovely tacos tonight. Mm. <laughs> are we back All right, from our break? So, <clears throat> we are back because you have been anxiously awaiting Woo! taco review of this week, and you will not be disappointed. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh okay. So I uh when I ordered those brisket tacos two weeks ago from Los Mocajetes, I kept going back and forth between them and this place called Christina's. Uh they're both nearby, both had brisket tacos. And I went with Los Mocajetes because like when I ordered the queso, it made it clear that it came with chips. Christina's, it didn't say that. But then there's a place where you could order chips. Anyway, so tonight I went with Christina's. Ordered the brisket tacos, went ahead, ordered chips, and queso. Well, that was unnecessary because, unbeknownst to me, the tacos came with chips and salsa. So I have two bags of chips um, and then the salsa and the queso. Um, so I asked Chandler. Chandler last night, um, I was like, is Christina's any good? Because it was not on his list of recommendations. He was like, oh, yeah, it's good. Well, I should have just stuck with his initial list of recommendations. Although he <laughs> did tell me it was good when I asked him. All right. So I'll just talk about the tacos themselves first. And then I'll get to, yeah. Uh, so the tacos, uh, they might have been better under different circumstances. But one issue is they were cold because my oh, DoorDash driver was... Anyway, I'll get to that in a second. Um, but even if they weren't cold, like the the brisket in it, it like it wasn't shredded like into like pieces that were suitable for taking a bite out of a taco. Like so, it end up with like tons of brisket hanging out of my mouth after one bite of taco, and it was just kind of bland. They did not do anything for me, and um, mm-hmm. it was like they didn't put any seasoning. And the black beans. Um, and the chips, the salsa was okay. Chips were nothing to write home about. I put the um, put the bag of chips in the microwave to heat it up a little bit. Nah, like I will not order them again. I give them, now I gave them four stars on DoorDash. Normally I give five stars for the restaurant. Gave them four. But I'm going to give them two and a half stars on the five point liquor to taco scale. I think it's so. tacos, not stars. I think we're 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 grading them. I mean, with sorry, tacos. I misspoke. Two and a half tacos <laughs> on the five point liquor taco scale. Uh, Break up the brisket and season the beans. Come on, people. Yeah. Well, yeah, but what like, really ruined it for you? Heard salt. Oh, oh, oh hang on. I mean, not excessively. All right. So. Um, and this happens sometimes where people, uh, I'll watch them on the DoorDash map trying to find my building. They always find it. Well, and I think there's been one other time where the DoorDash driver had to call me 
but they were just, they were at my building. They were just on the other side, which can be confusing. Well, originally it said my tacos were going to get here at uh, 8.01. Well, first it, it gave me the window and it said like 7.46 to 7.54. Well, then DoorDasher Ryan picks up my tacos well, and it changes it to 8.01. Well, then I'm texting Tess because I'm like, where are my tacos? Because then it changed it to 8.07 and kept pushing it back. Well, look, Ryan is driving around my apartment complex. Well, then Ryan calls me. He says, oh, yeah, I'm having a bit of, having a bit of an altercation finding your building. And I'm thinking, okay, that's not the right word. Oh. But Ryan and I almost. not listen to the last episode. Well, he and I almost had an altercation later. Um, <laughs> so um, I'm like, because I can see him on the map. I'm like, okay, I see which direction you're going. I was like, keep going that way. My building's on the left. And I was like, it's this number. The numbers are on the building. Anyway, um, so finally, like, I give it a few minutes. I go outside. I'm like, where is this? Because it looks like he's right outside. Well, he's the next building with his flashers on. And I'm watching him. And then he drives forward and then turns right. So I called him. I said, hey, were you just sitting in front of a building with your flashers on? He was like, uh, my flashers? And he was like, uh, well, are we are we in view now? And it was throwing me off that he kept saying we. And I was like, um, I said, no. He said, was it a gold Kia? I said, I don't know what kind of car it was. And um, I said, I couldn't see the color. Keep in mind, it is drizzling outside, and I am in my podcasting clothes, not my clothes to be wanting to run around outside to chase my tacos. Um, so, <laughs> and it's drizzling, it's drizzling rain. So um, anyway, so I see him come back, and I see him turning towards the exit. So I, I called him, and I see him, and I'm on the phone with him. I was like, I was like do not go through the gate. Do not Go out the gate. <laughs> that is never the answer when you haven't delivered my I food yet. I said it like five times before I see him finally like it register, and he puts on his brakes, and he's waiting for cars to finish coming in the entrance so he can turn around. Well, then homeboy turns around, and then he goes and turns down the other the way. So I'm like, where is this dude? So finally, I see him, and I um I call him, and I was like. Because I, I could tell which way he was going. And so before he got to that end of that little road or whatever in the complex, I called him. I was like, turn left. Turn left. Because <laughs> I could see he was about to turn right. And I said, oh turn left. Gosh. Left. So dude makes it to me. Well, there's two of them. And the one in the passenger seat, at this point, like I, I was like, I was inside. I was thinking, just be cool. Be nice. <sighs> Don't do anything your mother would disapprove of. Well, I went another way. Um, <laughs> that was not, not an option for me. And so they get there. He hand, I wait till he hands me my food, though. Like, I make sure that before I go, like, full bitch on him, that I have my food in hand. And um, he hands it to me. <laughs> Contactless delivery, my ass. I mean, <laughs> whatever. So he hands me my food. I was like, hey. I said, um. The buildings, the numbers are clearly marked. And he was like, oh, well, it's kind of uh, uh, hard to see. Oh, here is it. No, the number's right there. I said, hey, maybe don't get high before work. And he was like, I'm not, I'm not high. 
you can't understand when I'm saying do not go out the gate. You can't understand when I'm saying turn left, not right. You can't see the big numbers on the building. And then, and, but also, okay, so to clarify, I do not care if you smoke pot. I, there's nothing wrong with it unless it's interfering with my taco delivery. And do whatever floats your boat, just don't make it my problem. And cold tacos are my problem. Anyway. Right. And also, Homeboy <laughs> had. He had a marijuana leaf on his baseball cap. <laughs> so then his response, this is what really got me triggered. And <laughs> Oh, my goodness. He was like, all right, Karen. I was like, oh, that was clever. He was like, good night, Karen. Tell your husband we said hello. So I walked away flipping him off. But I know he was checking out my ass in my yoga pants as I did it. Well, of course, because, I mean, why wouldn't he do Who that? Wouldn't? Anyway. I'm not Who wouldn't do that? <laughs> Karen, that's so rude because you're not old enough to be a Karen. I am. I am. And you know what? I've had friends tell me I have the haircut. No. I always try to be so nice to people and customer service. But this just crossed a line. Dude drove around my apartment complex for close to 30 minutes because he can't read, can't follow directions, and it's high AF. And then <laughs> my tacos were cold. I mean, they would have sucked anyway, but they were cold. The chips were cold. Like, I can see the grease in the bags, but I couldn't appreciate the grease because the chips were already cold. Right. So, anyway, I, um, I, I got an extra $16 of DoorDash credits tonight. Should I read the good people my uh, complaint? You should, because... I sent test screenshots of it. I think it's my favorite. All right. Yeah. So, I submitted one for it being late, and then... Uh, I submitted another one for the driver being unprofessional because I felt like they need to know this. The order was late because he was driving around my complex for 20 minutes. It was more than 20 minutes, but in case they were, I didn't want to exaggerate. The buildings are clearly marked. I spoke with him three times before he finally found me, and that was only because I went outside in the drizzling rain to wait for them and tell them which way to turn because they didn't listen the first time. I told them the buildings are clearly marked and that they shouldn't get high before work. The passenger, who handed me my food, at least, was clearly high. He was even wearing a marijuana baseball cap. I have no problem with people smoking whatever. But his response was, thanks, Karen. Tell your husband I said hello. I don't know which of these dudes is the actual dasher. Anyway, now my tacos are cold. I guess I should just be glad Pineapple Express didn't eat them in the car. (laughs) Pineapple Express. I so, mean, you really are lucky that they didn't eat your tacos. I mean, and, okay, to be fair, they, they were very, very polite and sweet, but I just had had enough. Like, uh, like we didn't do that when you get home from dashing. Like, you know? It's not polite to call you Karen. No, you don't know me. I mean, I don't know them. <laughs> maybe they weren't high. Maybe they're just dumb. But, I mean. Either way, they made it your problem. They, they, they did. But then, okay, so I got the $16 DoorDash credits tonight, and when I checked my credits, I realized apparently I had $5 credit from something before. So I have $21 in DoorDash credits, so I'm going to order me some brisket tacos from Los Mocajetes tomorrow night to make up for this debacle. So Right, because if you get something that you really want and then it's not good, you're just not satisfied. Yeah, so and I was, I was standing out there want. in the drizzling rain thinking you were ruining podcast night. Because yes. my podcast tacos and then recording episode are like, couple of the highlights of my week and then that's these, all we had this week that's oh, all we had well, <laughs> trying to think of a name to say that 
my mother won't disapprove of, although I really hope she's not listening anyway. But yeah, so I posted on Facebook. I was like, what's the best response to being called a Karen? Because um, a friend of mine <laughs> had um, a little bit of a spat with the DoorDash driver. And my mom commented, be nice. And I said, well, he shouldn't be high and late with my tacos. So Nice is not always an option. I mean, I guess it's always an option. It's ne- it's not always the right choice. Yeah. I'm and what not, makes I, me I, mad is I already, I tipped in advance. Oh, no. Which normally, like, I, I know that's just how it works with DoorDash, but yeah. it's never been an issue like this. But I guess, you know, I, I don't even know how much I tipped. But I go with whatever DoorDash recommends, which is based on, like, the distance that they drive. Right. And normally there's not an issue. Oh, and the, the no. picture, because they're supposed to post, uh, they send a picture, they take a picture to document that your order's been delivered. The picture was of some cars in the parking lot. I was really wondering <laughs> if it was going to be me flipping them off. But um, <laughs> it was some cars in the parking lot, and it wasn't even the cars by my building where I met them. Because I was by my car. My car's not in the picture <gasps> anywhere. Maybe they took it and they're like, we can't find this place. We're just leaving and we're going to take the tacos. And that's why you saw them at the gate. <laughs> and then they realized that you could see them. And they're like, oh, crap. We got to go bring this lady her tacos. She looks like a Karen who loves tacos. <laughs> I've but now it has me reconsidering my hairstyle. Like, is this a Karen hairstyle? Um, I, I don't mean, think a Karen is based off of hairstyle. I think it's based more off of um, attitude and the ability to or lack of ability to handle uh, situations. Like, I'm always nice to customer service people, but whatever. Yeah. They- yeah, I think it's more about how many times you have to see the manager versus your hairstyle. But maybe there is a thing about hairstyles and Karens. Well, I, there's I'm like a sure. stereotype. Like it was with the the like really bad like, um, the really bad like chunky highlights and the stacked hair in the back. You know, one of my friends has accused me of having oh. a Karen haircut in the past. But my haircut's different. So Justin, if you're listening to this, I don't have that same Karen haircut anymore. No, your hair, by the way, does look really cute, especially with your glasses. Thanks. It like works. Yeah, it does. Well, I didn't have tacos tonight. I was supposed to have tacos, but uh, debacle that I will not. uh, I'm getting the tacos tomorrow. Dang it. But tonight I have um, some tequila to mention because if you like tequila, if you like tequila and you have better suggestions, I'm all open for trying a new tequila as long as it's not Blanco. Do not come at me with that trash. Um, (laughs) better than that so so tonight tonight i have some don julio 1942 and it is 1942 or 1492 1942 don't try to trick me i'm positive (laughs) this time it's so smooth and delicious and it it's wonderful and you don't even need anything with it i put just like a fraction of the lime juice i normally put in tequila it's amazing and it's special and it was a gift. So I am taking my good sweet time with this bottle. And I don't really want to drink any other tequila ever again because I like it so much. And you don't make a margarita with this. You just drink it. No. You don't put it yeah. in any kind of cocktail. Um, You just drink it and enjoy the smooth... Mm, I don't even know how else to describe it. Almost vanilla-like taste. 
but vanilla is probably not the right word. I need to work on my description, but it's amazing and clearly better than your tacos were. All right. Wait, but do you have lime in it? Just a little bit. Yeah. Like a very tiny bit. Um, but I could, I could probably drink it without the lime. Cause it's, yeah, it's got, it's got some vanilla in it. That's really good. Mm. I wonder if there's a description on the box. I don't know. Or we can find somebody else, like another tequila snobs description. Like somebody who actually. Yeah. Somebody who knows what they're talking about. Not just somebody who enjoys it. Like me. It's a bell peppery aftertaste. Oh, now that was (laughs) terrible. Mm -mm. That was, you should not put bell pepper in anything and then um, call it tequila. No. But the Don Julio description uh, for the 1942, it does say a warm oak vanilla, vanilla, Mm -hmm. however you want to say it, and roasted agave flavors. Rich vanilla finish. So I was right. I'm not crazy. Like, I knew kind of what I was talking about. Told you there was vanilla. Anyway, it's super delicious. So I do recommend the Don Julio 1942. It's very good. So that was our tacos and tequila for the night. Yeah. Taco. Let's taco about it. Yeah. (sighs) Taco about those bad tacos. Um, So now we have a list from the internet because it's the end all be all of the information, right. right? Of all of all the things you should and should not do on Zoom. I have 17 things on my list of Zoom don't. Oh, well go for it. Do's or don'ts. Um, these are researched, Whitney, from the Wall Street Journal and Squarespace, okay? Researched, used as loosely as possible. But you can keep going. However, no, that's pretty I am much just all I have. So, I have a list. I'm going to go through this list. And I probably have an example for everything on this list, as you probably do too. Um, it will be difficult not to give um, information that may make that may make people upset. But uh, so number one wasn't mute yourself. Can you believe it? Number one was not mute yourself. Number one was don't be late. I mean, which is important because I hate being late. Like my insides cringe, my skin crawls. Don't be late. I don't understand why you can't just be on time. I'm not talking like you showed up like a minute late. Like you're, don't be late. Just don't do it. It's just unacceptable. What did George Park say? To be on time time, is to be late. late. There you go. Early is to be on time. There you go. A very, very good uh, drum major camp knowledge. Just so you know, we did go to drum major camp. We Mm -hmm. were that cool. So don't be late. It's unacceptable. Even in a Zoom meeting where things are garbage. Uh, turn on your camera because um, somebody else is very guilty of this. It's not me. It's me. Somebody else complained about that today. So, yeah, I, I mean, I kind of whatever. If you are a student attending a lecture via Zoom, put your camera on because I need to know that you're paying attention to me and not at the grocery store because Zoom is not for your convenience. It's for your safety that I put in quotes. Okay. <laughs> Not your convenience. <laughs> you don't get to do Zoom because you want to eat lunch before you go to work after class. No, no, ma'am, no, sir. Put your camera on and I'm skipping ahead a lot, but don't be in your bed. Put your freaking clothes on and pay attention. I've done Zoom meetings from the Starbucks drive-thru, so I cannot <laughs> contribute. But you weren't a student. I mean, 
we've all violated things on this list, but I'm just saying, if you are a student, I'm going to need your camera on. If you are an employee, honestly, just be there and pay attention. And, you know, if I call your name for something, then be able to answer it. But as long as you're, if whatever, you're an adult. Students are adults too, but much younger adults than we are. Okay, we're not going to say how old we are because that's just not important. Number three, sit still. Okay, as I'm fidgeting don't squirm around. Don't squirm around like you get hemorrhoids. Okay, don't do it. <laughs> I mean, it's so distracting because okay, yes, you're muted. Yes, you should have one time. Yes, your camera is on. But now I'm totally distracted because you keep squirming in your chair. And I'm like, what is wrong with them? Are they uncomfortable? Do they have hemorrhoids? Are they cold? Do they have to pee? And I can't pay attention to the person who's hosting the meeting because I'm watching you dance around in your chair. <laughs> be still, okay? Just do it. Oh my goodness. Just be still. All right, number four, no eating. But I mean, come on. Just, well, who's eating? Stop it. Don't be ridiculous. Uh, well, if when people schedule Zoom meetings for you all day through your lunch break. Okay, well, if you're eating and you're muted, then that's totally fine. That's why you're muted, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you can drink and eat and whatnot. Well, I'll also right. have my camera off until I finish eating. Right. But also, does no eating mean no drinking? Because I have I glasses. I also have water on my desk. Water or and, coffee. And cups that look like coffee. Moving on. Number five. Get good <laughs> at interrupting. Because I think... I think the idea behind that was that um, you get people who like to like talk, like the people who constantly ask questions and talk at a meeting and never yes. shut up. So if you just interrupt them, like don't be polite, like forget your Southern upbringing and just stop being polite and just be like, oh, hey, and by the way, I have something to add to that. Mm -hmm. Like just cut them off. Like, like uh, take the floor from them. Like, oh, we're proud to be hillbillies and that cracker burger <laughs> is so good. And I'm like, I'm texting coworkers like, can somebody cut her off? Because I could not figure out. Sorry, and now I don't know what happened to my accent just now when I'm talking about this. Oh, um, listeners, Whitney occasionally goes full blown country. Just saying. Just and I'm not happens. really country at all. But no, she's I, not. Uh, she's mastered the accent somehow. It just affect anyway. Uh, but yeah, that's a good point. Learn how to interrupt like politely in a professional way. But because what and I don't mean use the little raise your hand icon, like just yeah. turn on your mic and say, hey, um, yes, what, whatever makes him shut up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, so one issue, though, that and I, I apologize if you were going to bring this up later and oh. you're 13 points, seven, whatever. Oh, 17. Long way to go. Um, <laughs> how many points did Woodrow Wilson have? What? I don't know those things. I mean, I do love history. Honestly, I really do. Oh, you didn't do. go to rally in American history in 10th grade? No, but I went in biology, so there you go. That's, you know, why I am where I am today, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Y'all can't see, but Tess and I just did the, the thing that Ross and Monica did to each other instead of flipping each other off as kids. Uh, but uh, Sam says my middle finger doesn't work, but that's okay. Mine does. Um, so, <laughs> no, I was going to say, um, some people... Or a lot of people, they're uncomfortable with silence. And yes. I remember this when we had at one of my jobs an important uh, site visit by a very important outside agency that came on and uh, they were asking us questions and we were told, you know, answer the question and then stop talking. People are uncomfortable with silence. 
and you start talking and you say more than you need to, and that can cause problems. So same with you're talking to cops. Don't say more than you need to, uh, or anybody related to the government. Keep your mouth shut. Um, yes. Anyway, it's, I noticed that today in meetings with people who normally seem to be very much like some of my, my colleagues who I really respect who very much professional on task, like stay focused. It seemed like they were done and like half a second would pass and be like, that's keep talking. And it was mostly unnecessary. So don't be afraid of silence. Because there's something, I mean, maybe they're done. Silence maybe they're done, you're done. Golden, golden. That makes me think of actually. And uh, so I said 14 points. You have 17. Woodrow Wilson had 14 points. That's where I got the 14. You said 13. Actually. I said 14. You said 13. Do we, we want to rewind? rewind and find we'll rewind it later. Yeah. And we'll yeah. listen. Yeah. You want to bet? We'll have an update. We'll have an update on the next episode. I'm pretty sure you said 13. Okay. Well, number six, close your door. Because mm. apparently it was cute to have kids and cats and dogs come into the meeting at the beginning of the pandemic. But in the middle and the end, well, it's not the end, but whatever. In the middle and towards the end. It's the end of the in pandemic, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, Texas. Um, so, uh, anyway, in the beginning, it was cute. In the middle, apparently, according to some places on the internet, it is not cute to have your kids and dogs. In the beginning? Around. But God said it was cute. Yeah, in the beginning, in the beginning, it was cute to see your cat's rear end on the camera. Oh, God. Now it's not so much. So it's not anymore? Shut the door. Well, then I, yeah, I'm not Yeah, it's not anymore. Cute. No, according to this person. Well, but my office but you know, is also... you're at home. Yeah. Get over it. This is not a thing I care about, okay? Not a thing. Close your office door, leave it open. I don't care. My my biggest thing is to mute yourself, honestly. So um, number seven, okay? So I'm going to go ahead and admit that I'm guilty of this. And as Whitney proved earlier in the podcast, she is guilty of it. <gasps> Multitasking. Oh. Yeah, so we can't multitask while we're Zooming, meaning don't uh, answer text messages, don't paint your fingernails. Do you do that? Yeah, totally. I mean, when else am I going to paint my fingernails? You know, my kid's <laughs> in school and I'm on a Zoom meeting. My kid didn't have to do virtual school. So he was at school and I had Zoom meetings and I was like, I've got like five hours and my nails can totally dry. So I multitask. But apparently that's a bad thing. Whatever. I mean, I still participated in the meeting. What? Leave me alone. So I, I disagree with number seven. Uh, number eight, dress appropriately. But come on, you know, I mean, seriously, as I mentioned before, my students in the bed, under covers with their pajamas on, put some freaking clothes on you, at least a t-shirt or something that looks deep. I would something. like to point out that for this, I am wearing my yoga clothes and a bandana around my neck because Total Wine did require me to wear a face covering when I went to get tequila before we started this, so. Yeah, I have on clothes as well. I mean... Because, you know, we do that. We are adults who understand the importance of not being tacky. I, no, uh, my thing nine, was, I'm, I'm tacky. I'm wearing a yoga tank and a sports bra and a bandana around my neck. And no makeup. Um, I promise. I promise you that you are not as tacky as what I've seen on Zoom. Well, that is sad. Anyway. Yes, it is sad. So number eight. Uh, no, that was dressed appropriately. Number nine. Stage your video area. Uh, I guess it basically means don't be in your bed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, don't do that because I need to know that you're paying attention to me, not about to fall asleep again. Number 10. Okay, this one I don't really care about. More lighting. I mean, whatever. It's Zoom. Who cares? 
Number 11, look at the camera. This is important because otherwise I'm like, hey, look at that dude at the Zoom meeting. This chick's wiggling like her butt's on fire. This guy's checking himself out because he's not looking at the camera. He's looking at his picture, right? I'm always looking at my picture. <laughs> I mean, I'm painting my nails. So no, I look at, like, if somebody's but, talking, I'll, I'll try to look at them. But a lot of times I'm looking I at mean, them. it's not necessary, really. But also, if you're talking, if you are talking, if you're the host, if you're talking, you should look at the camera because that obviously gives the impression of eye contact and it's more personable than you looking at yourself and talking because nobody wants to do that. Uh, number... 12 stay muted can you believe that didn't that was number 12 that should, in my book should have been number one yeah like sh sh shut your life out be quiet i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear your chit chat or your animals and i under and i understand animals because you know i have a very annoying pomeranian who barks every time a leaf falls on the ground but mute yourself number 13 don't do other and i'm quoting this private things don't do other private things things <laughs> keep your private life private right? <laughs> do we all know the story of the person who think did so. the thing I think we're good. The, yeah so stop it keep your private come private. on keep your privates private people number 14 stay focused which we've clearly proved we're not good at number 15 I'm don't sorry, invite uh, anyone we've clearly what? proven you gotta use that past part we've there. clearly proven so don't invite anyone who is not essential to the meeting. But why? Why would you invite anyone who was not essential? Like, to why the would anybody want to be included if they're not Thank essential you. to the meeting? Why? I'm sorry. If I'm not on the committee, I'm not coming. I'm not doing it. I mean, not unless you tell me I have to. This is ridiculous. Nobody wants to go to a Zoom meeting. Number 16. Okay, this one I am very guilty of, and I did not know this was a rule. The host should be the last one to leave. Oh, uh, because you... What? What is this? Uh, I'm like, I can't wait well, to get out of there. Also, I have other things to do. Or maybe another meeting or another class or another... when you leave, you end <clears throat> the meeting? Well, I read something. I couldn't find it. After I read it, and obviously I got distracted because, you know, life. But when I went back to find where I read, it said that Zoom assigns another host to the meeting. Uh, you have to... I think you have to assign a host if you're leaving. Um, well, I don't know. I've never assigned another host. And so I was confused as to whether or not that was like an automatic thing or what. Anyway, I leave the meeting before guests all the time simply because I got to get to the next thing. Like yeah. I am. Look, it's over at two o'clock. You know, it's over at two o'clock. We're done. I've got something else at 2.15. And also I'm not going to be late because number one is don't be late. Also, it's my life rule. Don't be late. I hate being late. 17. We made it. Number 17. Keep non-essential talk to a minimum. Okay, and that's it. That's all. That's all I've got. I feel like that, we have that's... violated rule 17 repeatedly. But we're not on Zoom, so who cares? That's true. That's true. I have two points. But sh hmm? Sorry, and I yeah, have a cat no, showing ahead. herself on here. Yeah, you're violating rule number um, I am. six. Rule number six. Keep that office door closed, honestly. While I'm in the dining room. So we're talking about, like, uh, staging the backgrounds. Yeah. Previous institution, one of these uh, smarty pants employees with a terminal degree. Coworkers and I would quite frequently debate: Is he in his closet? Does he live in his mom's basement? He was literally <laughs> no, he was literally in a closet surrounded by clothes. But you know what? So some of the podcasts I listen to, whenever the whole, so a lot of them go, they they have a studio that they go to to record. Yeah, but. 
But when the pandemic started, so Office Ladies, right? Um, with Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey, Angie, uh-huh. Angela Kinsey. So Pam and Angela Angela. from the office. When the pandemic started, they were recording from their closets because they have kids and cats and families. Yeah. And that was the quietest, most soundproof place that they had to record. So I kind of... Well, but you can... Understand that. Make a filter for the background. Because speaking of the office, for my office's like small team meetings that we would have, because I knew them fairly well, I would, I set my, my background to either be... Tiger Stadium or the conference room from the office. Oh, that's good. I've never had a background. Yeah, I just I have did my that office wall. Yeah, but um, but that but then okay, the pet camera thing. And right now, y'all can't see this, but my annoying tabby is all over the place, showing her butt. I'm getting her some kitty CBD. Like she's out of control. All the pets are trying this. Don't all rub yourself on this expensive microphone. Jeez. All the cool yeah. cats are trying cool cats, yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I was going to say, no, I was on this Zoom meeting with a bunch of people I did not know like two weeks ago. And I had my camera off because it was one of those days where I was like, I'm not leading any of these meetings. I'm not showing my face. Go away, cat. Um, this girl, she was like, okay, we're going to do a fun icebreaker. It's like, oh, how no. many of you are working from home? And it's like, okay, so... I want you to okay, show us your pets and introduce you introduce us to your pets. So oh. the camera's not on, and you turn your camera on. If you don't have a pet, show us some objects in your home. I was like, are you kidding me? So I ran nope. to my bedroom to like put on a more professional top and some like pearls and like made myself look. You put on the pearls. I did. I put on pearls. Yeah, because I was wearing like a t-shirt or a tank top or something. And my hair was dirty, but you know you can't really tell that so much on camera. No. So I made myself look presentable enough to introduce the dang cat. Of course, the one time I was supposed to bring the cat on camera, I had to go like wrangle her and bring her up there. Like, oh, and this girl said, oh, Whitney, is that a dog I see? I was like, no, it's a cat. It's a cat. So I feel like that should be rule 18. Do not, okay, you have, one of the rules was be on camera. Don't blindside people and force them to be on camera. Because you know what? We've been doing this Zoom crap for a long time. Some of us are just freaking mm. sick of it. Yes. Can we stop the Zoom thing? Can we just... Like, I don't... Can we just stop it? If I'm staying at home all day, I'm not putting on makeup every day. No. Like, my hair like my hair was clean today. I was... <laughs> but I wasn't putting on makeup. Like, my hair was clean. I was wearing clean clothes. Wasn't putting on makeup. And... It's not necessary. No. You should, you should not force people to introduce their... Icebreakers, like icebreakers in general are ridiculous nonsense because it's forcing you to talk about yourself or meet new people and i am very anti anti that people yeah anti that my my fabulous wonderful see i don't have anybody here to because i i made myself my own drink but i need some ice i can't go do it hey tess can you can you talk for a minute just just you ramble while i go get ice for my drink well i'm you can get ice for your drink. I'm not going to ramble. I'm going to tell you what I think they need to do with the office. Hey, why aren't you getting ice? You're still sitting there. Because oh, do I you want to hear what I have to say? I can't. I want to hear what you have to say. I can't do both. I mean, I, well, oh. I can't. Okay. Okay. I want well, to do can. this. Okay. Just hold on. No, no. Because look, we're almost an hour. So we need to wrap. We need to making the wrap oh. it up motion. Okay. okay. So one more thing and then we will wrap it up. Okay. I think they need. 
they need to have a remake of The Office, at least one episode, where they have to do everything in Zoom for like a week. Oh, they should. It would be oh, that's a really good idea. The most awesome thing ever, because can you see Michael? And like oh, Pam has to be like the moderator of Zoom and monitoring you're the muted. chat room. Yes. <laughs> like she would constantly say, you're muted. Like, every time I hear yes, to talk. You're muted. Or and hey, Michael um, would be like, please mute uh, yourself. Yes, it would be. And Jim would be like, this could have been, or Stanley, this could have been an email. And Dwight exactly. would be like, totally not understanding the technology. They need to have a remake of at least so just good. one episode, one episode of The Office to where they have to meet for a week on Zoom. And or I think it would be just the best, most hilarious thing ever. I'm sure idea. they could do it. And they should yeah, have they should uh, do that. the sound of Meredith having sex on camera. <laughs> she could be the person not muted. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. See, this is a great idea. I don't know who to write about, who to write to about this. And you would hear Andy like singing acapella. Oh my gosh, it would be it would be great. I think everybody would love it. It would. So um, office people, office people, writers, actors, directors, producers, all of you people. I don't know all of your names, but you should get on this because I think it could be great. That is. You're welcome. Such a solid idea. Oh my god, I love it. I am a genius. Anyway, so now. The best part. If you've made it this far, congratulations. You will be rewarded with many annoyances. <laughs> because that's all this week had to offer. One annoyance after the other. This is the most challenging part for Tess because we're supposed to have, say the best thing of our week, too. And Tess can't think of anything. I just said, well, it's over. And she's like, yes. It's yeah, over. I mean... I really, I tried really hard all the way home. I mean, that's an hour and a half all the way home for one good thing. And I was like, well, I'm going home. That's it. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm one of my annoyances could possibly turn into a good thing. So I think we'll go with that. But I can't tell you about it until after I tell you about the annoyance. So. Well, you, you go ahead with all your annoyances. <clears throat> a cat. <laughs> so yesterday I was getting ready. Uh my husband was gone, my kids at school. It's just me. It's like right before lunchtime. Um I did work out, so I was I had and uh, successfully worked out without injuring myself. And so I was getting ready for the afternoon and I heard this meowing. I don't have a cat. So why and my dog was in there and I looked at him and I was like Maybe I misheard and that was actually his stomach. Sometimes. No, because then he walks into the little closet with the toilet. I don't know. I think they have an actual name for that, but whatever. You, He walked in there and my dog looked at the toilet like, uh, what the heck? What is going on? And so there's meowing coming from, it was so loud. I thought there was a cat in the toilet. So I lifted the <laughs> lid and jumped because I thought a cat was coming out of me. <laughs> It was so loud, I'm telling you. And so I thought, you know what? No one is going to believe me. They're all going to think I'm crazy. So I took a video of the toilet so that you could hear the meowing. And you can definitely hear the meowing. So when my husband got home, I was like, listen to this. There's a cat somewhere in this house. And then so I thought, well, maybe it's outside and I'm just not hearing correctly. And so I go outside and I look down the side of the house no cat. I walk in the front, look in the flower beds, maybe like cat had a litter of kittens or something in our flower bed. I don't know. No cat. I come inside and then I hear it again, but in a different spot. 
So then when my husband gets home and I show him the video so that he can hear the cat meowing, then we hear the cat meow again. And so we're both, I'm like, how is it throwing the meow all over the house? Like it's gotta be like running. It can't be in the walls, right? If it's trapped in the wall, it can't move that quickly because I can hear it like in the kitchen and then it's in my office. And I was like, how, I said, maybe did a cat get in when I left the door open to go put like some stuff outside for uh, the trash or whatever. We have a guest. So we're, we're trying to find the cat, right? It can't be in the walls because I hear it moving around. So and then finally I hear the meowing like over the kitchen sink. So I climb up there and then I see eyes looking at me from the dark. Aww. And I'm like, oh, kitty, kitty. So I get some tuna. And then I'm like, I don't know what kind of cat this is. Like if it's got diseases i don't know it's some wild cat obviously because i don't have cats so i put on oven mitts because i have to grab the cat right Mm -hmm. you can't live up there it's gonna die in the attic it's freaking hot so i get i convince it to come over it lets me touch its head it eats the tuna some of the tuna and then i grab it while its head is in the bag of tuna and that (laughs) cat it dug its claws into the beams and was like trying so hard to get away. And I had on those oven mitts. So I held it for a minute and I was like, it's okay, kitty. It's okay. I'm going to save you. Just please let me save you. And it slipped like butter out of my hands and ran off. And then it looked at me like, I can't believe I trusted you. Like, oh, cat. I'm making this into a really long story, but it was a two day <laughs> event. Anyway. So last night so after, after the kid goes to bed, Sam's like, I'm putting Dexter up there. And I was like, no. Oh, my God. So he takes the dog and puts him in the attic to find the cat. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Okay, of course, Dexter doesn't find the cat. He's useless. I was speaking he of the completely. Dexter's behind yeah. you out in the hallway right yeah, now. Yeah, you see him. Yeah. He probably got in trouble. And Looks like a little bear cub. He does. He. I mean, he's super cute. He's just really terrible. Um <laughs> So Dexter is running around the attic looking for a cat, and he he didn't find the cat. Sam couldn't find the cat. This morning, Sam looked, couldn't find the cat. He let the kid look, couldn't find the cat. So got a bowl with some dog food, and I shook it, and it, like, poked its head out. Like, mm, yeah, I'm like, yeah, you're hungry. You have to be hungry. You've been up there for 48 hours. So it starts coming halfway down, and then Sam starts walking down the hall, and I was like, go away! So after about 45 minutes of that, the cat comes down and I can hear it eating the food. So it's on the ground, but now I have to figure out how to get the ladder up without scaring it back up the ladder. Right. So Sam tries to sneak over there to push the ladder up as the cat is eating the food. And he does. He like slams the whole thing up and the cat did leap for the last rung of the ladder, but it missed. And then it jumped on top of the dryer, just like leapt at me onto the floor, ran down the hall into the playroom where there's a ball pit and you could hear it swimming in the balls. Oh, and so I open the door and it jumps out and it like takes off like its butts on fire out the door. And I'm like, Oh, thank God. So that annoying thing um, turned into the good thing because it is good that a cat will not die in my attic. Yeah, that that I would mean, be traumatizing. But y'all, it was like a freaking sit. It's the stuff sitcoms are made of. I promise you, especially with him sneaking down the hall and slamming it up really fast and the cat running all over the place like it's on crack or something. 
it was at least it reminded me of the bat scene out of the great outdoors with john candy and um, <laughs> what's his name i can't remember his name so finally target uh-oh all right i About to get controversial target. y'all we are i love target I have a, a glass that says, I like long romantic walks down every island Target. So originally, that was just going to be my only annoyance. But then the steaks and the cat and the extra, everything happened. Okay, But originally, Target was my main annoyance for the week because the pandemic has ruined Target for me. Because I don't want to put on a mask. So I just do Target drive up, right? I order my stuff. They put it in my car. I don't have to go in. Also, I don't like a lot of people. So now I've been spoiled to getting what I want without being around people and without wearing a mask. So the other day I thought, oh, I have some time to kill. I think I'll just go walk around Target, which I hadn't done in a really long time. Yeah, that's what I'm doing tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I got there and the parking lot was full and I was like, oh, all these people. I'm going to have to put wear a mask. You know what? I'm not doing it. I'm just going to order pickup and, or drive up and be done. Pickup and drive up are not the same thing in case you're no, wondering. Don't they're pick not. up. They're not. drive up. Um, I learned that the hard way the first Pick time. Pick up, you have to go it. inside. But, yeah, I, it was, it's dumb. Why would anybody even do that? So I was annoyed that the pandemic had ruined my love of just aimlessly walking around Target. First world problems. I understand this. But that was my original annoyance for the week, that the pandemic has ruined my love of aimlessly walking around Target. Until today, when my sister-in-law texted me, that she was in a Target in a different state. And there was a sign. So all Targets, at least the one here that I go to, they're constantly on the stupid speaker saying, um, you know, dressing rooms are closed for your safety and the safety of our employees, blah, 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 blah. You can't try on clothes, blah, 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 blah. But you can, take all, you can buy them and take them home and you can buy them, take them home, bring them back. And pop all over them and take them back. Mm-hmm. Right. And then make a second trip back to return them. Okay. Uh, whatever. So... There's a sign in this Target that said um, you could not try on clothes unless you had the coronavirus vaccine and showed proof of this vaccination. So this sounded absurd to me since the last time I was in Target, I didn't see this. And so I looked on their website and their website just said that, you know, dressing, dressing rooms were closed unless... You were a nursing mother and you needed it for the purposes of nursing. You could still nurse in the dressing room. Whatever. Nothing about having to show vaccination proof for anything. So I got on chat with some people. And so I finally got to a third person um, who told me that um, dressing rooms are closed for everyone's safety. I was like, right, I know that, but that's not my, my question. My question is... Um, if I'm vaccinated, can I use one versus not being vaccinated and not being able to use one? And so she, I have to wait a, a while for her to come back and um, with an answer because she has to look it up. She doesn't, she doesn't know. She probably called you a so she's, she's, Yeah, probably so. Um, I mean, I feel like I was fairly polite given the circumstances. She says in some areas of Target stores, they require guests to show proof of vaccinations. Let me check on this place. Because I sent her the address of the actual Target store where my sister-in-law was. And so she's, um, so where this store is, they do require guests 
to have proof of vaccination. And so I was like, well, they don't ask for proof of any childhood diseases, vaccinations, or any flu vaccinations during flu season. So why are you forcing people to show proof of a vaccine that is only approved experimentally by the FDA, not completely? I mean, and is this going to be company policy for good? Or is it only for trying on clothes, but not shopping? It doesn't make sense logically or scientifically. Okay, because I do believe in science, despite what you may think after hearing this. Such a bold I believe statement, Tess. I mean, I have two science degrees, so I... She does, do I've seen them on her wall. Um, so then she says, it is not a company policy for good, but as long as there is a pandemic, this will be required for safety. But it's, it's, but my response is, but it's not at all stores, and it's only for trying on clothes, not for entering the store. Because my sister-in-law didn't have to show proof of vaccines to enter, just to use the changing room. So it's not really for safety, and it still makes no sense. Like, I'm going to need you to be consistent with your policies, uh-huh. and they have to, I mean, how, what? is the point of making someone show a vaccine vaccination proof to try on clothes when they can enter the store without it. It just, I think no sense. I think this stems it's, from the need, like people feel this need or I mean, some do or organizations, um, they'll feel this need to be perceived as doing something, taking action. And this results in ridiculous, unnecessary rules and laws that are completely arbitrary, have no base in logic or reasoning. It's, yeah, it's so annoying. But that's one of my like, pet peeves in the world. We have too many rules and laws that have no reason for them. No, there's no, it's a completely baseless policy. My only possible conclusion is that they feel like you may spend too much time in one place trying on clothes and so that's dangerous but i mean are you really going to be there for 30 minutes trying on clothes i mean stop you got problems i mean you, you know how much time i spent in the rice aisle the other night because i haven't bought rice in years and <laughs> i was cooking rice and gravy last night and i so was like how do i choose rice i was like so i'm looking at the organic I, yeah so i exhaled all over all, i mean i was, I was wearing all masks, over the but, rice bags but i had my all hands over. all over the rice bags so i was picking them all up and reading the ingredients and reading where they were from yeah i just i mean it's it's company policy while there's a pandemic for safety it's not for safety because it's not at all of your stores and it's only for the changing room and so so here's another question because your website says that nursing mothers can use the changing rooms to nurse their babies Will they now have to show proof of vaccination to nurse their kid in the dressing room? I don't understand. What is the difference in me buying your clothes and taking them home and coughing on them and putting my germy hands all over them and then bringing back to you? Well, maybe your sister-in-law can just wait till she pops her kid out and then go back to Target, <laughs> recipe the baby there, try on all the clothes. Well, anyway, so... Um, I don't understand. I think it's very annoying. It is completely baseless, this policy. And this, she didn't tell me how many places require this, Um, but it's definitely not here. 
Unless it just happened today. I mean, I guess that could get I guess happen, I'll find out when I go to Target tomorrow. Yeah, we... let me know. I mean, just I haven't walked by. I haven't tried to use a fitting room though in so long. But... Well, she said it was a sign. There was a sign outside yeah. the fitting room. No, so... I did try to use a fitting room in Target like in February, I think. But instead, so I couldn't. So I brought the two dresses home, put them on. They are super unflattering, as all Target dresses are these days, and I returned them right. both the next day. Brought them That's home. That's what she said. She's like, <laughs> she said I was looking for a dress. What a joke. Right. Um, but the real problem is, and then she told me what happened, but I just, mm, no, that's your proof of vaccination to try on clothes, but not to enter the store. Stop it. Stop it. Also, the pandemic has ruined Target for me, Okay. Ruined it. Yes, I know there are more serious things that have resulted from the pandemic. <laughs> Not minimizing those things. You're so heartless, Tess. <sighs> Not heartless. I just got very annoyed this week. Do you have anything else? That's it. Nope, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, okay, so just I would say... keep enjoying my Don Julio. My most annoying thing was... Hi... DoorDash driver. But I think actually what I'm most annoyed with is that I let him get to me. Like, I let it bother me that, or first that I said anything, although I, I do not have any regrets about saying, don't get hired before you go to work. Um, that's sound I feel advice. Like that's, you know what? And I don't think I'm quite old enough to be his mother. Um, <laughs> Probably but, not. Like, <laughs> I just feel like somebody needs to tell him before you screw your life up, um, wait until after work to get high. Don't do it when you're going to be messing up a potential Karen's tacos. Um, <laughs> but I think I'm most annoyed with myself for letting him get to me. Um, because it is my people pleasing nature. I want everybody to like me. And oh, right. I see. Yeah. Cause you don't, you don't have that problem. No, no, I don't. And I, I forgot, Cause for a little bit, I was like, why are you so upset about the Karen thing? I mean, it would annoy me, but I don't think I would well, have been it, as upset about it. But now I, now that you say that, that makes, that makes, it also sense. makes me feel old. Like, yes. Well, I get that. Yes, for sure. I was okay turning the age that I am, but the Karen <laughs> thing was like, yeah, but yes, will not let it get to me. Um, no, because you're not a Karen. I, I assure you, you're not I'm a nice a person. You are a nice person, well, and, and like, your hair is cute. It is not you. a Karen haircut. And what I was thinking, like, when you were talking is. about that customer service girl with Target, mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, this poor girl, like, she's the one, she's probably getting paid maybe 10 bucks an hour to deal with angry customers, like explaining why a policy that she, I mean, she might not even agree with the policy, but she has oh, to right. explain well, And it, I didn't you know? yell at her. Oh no, I know. I, I didn't know. yell. I, know. I didn't cuss. I know. I yeah. just, you know, I just stated it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't make any sense. And I know she's not going to do anything about it. I mean, right. but somebody has to read though. You know, that stuff's recorded for quality assurances or whatever they say on the line. Um, but yeah, so you do, I, I do try to not, uh, flip out on customer service people, at least not the yeah. first three that I talked to, because that's below their pay grade. I mean, above their pay grade. Yep. Um, you know, like when I have to yell at insurance people, I'm like, uh, that's the wrong answer. I'm going to need the person above you, please. And they're a little shocked, but I'm sorry, I'm not driving to 
podunk USA for a doctor because you think I need to be closer to a military base. Wrong answer. Next person, please. I got what I wanted after that conversation, but you got to talk to the right. So, right. No, but the point is, yeah, she doesn't know. I don't know her. Her name was probably not Jennifer, um, but she's just doing her job trying to make yeah. money. I'm not mad at her. She didn't make the policy. I just think it is a ridiculous policy. Yeah. Oh, um, so yeah. So me letting the Karen thing get to me is the most annoying thing of the week. And I also had a, no, last Friday, which was since the last time we recorded, I, um, mm-hmm. I realized I made a mistake with work. I did what I could to fix it. And then last night finished my amazing live stream yoga class. And I had a text from, uh, co-worker about an issue with an event and I'm looking like scrolling like logging in all this stuff and realized it's an online event that I had built and created and I'd messed something up with that but I managed to reach out to everyone so that fire that I accidentally started I mean I put out though so today I confirmed I successfully put out the fire so that was a relief but I kind of annoyed myself with those things. So, but yeah. learned a couple of good lessons from them. <clears throat> Everything seems to be okay. But anyway, so what is the best part of your week? Do you have anything, Tess? I'm trying really hard to think of something that happened. I'm going day by day and. Oh, wait, I have another annoying thing. Oh, what's that? So I went to open, I'll mic, think. open mic again Tuesday night. And I, um, and again, this is about me letting people get to me and then me being really hard on myself about silly things. Um, so I was not nervous going to open mic this week like I was last week, but, um, I got there and like, there's a lot of people here. And then I walk in like, there's a lot of musicians here. Now, hearing people playing, I was like, oh, dear. <laughs> I am uh, out of my league here. Um, and anyway, I mean, I recognized like, it's a couple, few, few of the people from before. And they've, you know, been very nice to me. But then, I, I so I signed up, waiting. And uh, this old man came up to me. And he was like, have you been to this? Uh, I, mean, I shouldn't say old. But anyway. He's like, you've been to this open mic before? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, is this how it normally works? Like, is it like karaoke? I was like, no, it's not karaoke. (laughs) And I I said, people come in, they sign up. And and then they open us up with one. They play their own instruments. I said, and most of these, you know, play some originals that they wrote. And he's like, oh, well, originals are the only way to go. He's like, you know, when you're playing cover songs, it's just like, coloring in a coloring book I was like oh because <laughs> I was just doing covers I actually was going to do one of the originals I wrote this week but um all my originals I have like handwritten in a notebook and I forgot that notebook and uh so and I don't have them memorized so I let him get in my head thinking oh man I shouldn't even bother like oh no just, like such a poser like blah 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 um so then I uh, I Anyway, then, yeah, well, and then I was talking to 
one of the guys I know there and we were figuring out who was playing next. And because on the list, he was listed next. And we were going back and forth because he was like with a band and he was like, do you want to play before us? He's like, how many songs are you playing? Well, then this guy that starts playing, um, and I was like, okay. And he was, he's the one I texted you about a song about Nazis. Oh yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> wow. And wow. Anyway, so I went back out to the guy I know. I was like, hey change of plans. I will go next because it's like, I don't want to sound like a bitch, but I would rather play after him than after you. So, um, and then, yeah, you can definitely improve on that. Yeah. Well then, but the thing is though, he cleared out the bar because nobody wanted to listen to him. And oh, then, no. so while he was playing his Nazi song, well, so Chandler texted me and said, I'm here, which I wasn't really expecting because I'd invited him, but he was playing golf. I didn't really expect him to show up. So I was relieved that he got there with them and I wasn't nervous around him this time. But then because the bar got cleared out by that guy, then it was like, it was like three people in there and it made it awkward. It's like, and I screwed up every single song except for maybe I might not have screwed up Tainted Love. I don't know. Um, but, um, anyway, but I was like, I was beating myself up because I, and I was really mad about it. And, uh, and I, I, the next day I said, you know, it's the worst I've ever played any musical instrument in front of people since I was like six. But then I like, and I went to bed mad at myself. I woke up mad at myself and, uh, oh, yeah. And then, um, so, but the last song I played, um, Overheard, so people had started to come back in, like my second to last song was, or it did four, so like I think the third song, people started coming back in. And the last song, I was playing Vice by Miranda Lambert, and overheard some guy things about record it. Well, so I see this guy come up and he's holding like a microphone near me. I was like, okay, this guy's recording me. And then I screwed up, like two quarters in the last two measures. Anyway, so then he was like, uh, you say your name and microphone. And so I said my name, or I said Whitney, and he was like, is that it? And so then I said my last name. And so he's like, is it okay with you if I play this on my radio show? I was like, I screwed up with the end. He's like, I don't care. And uh, <laughs> so I was like, okay. And so he found me on Facebook the next morning and sent it to me. And uh, I was like, oh, it doesn't sound nearly as bad as I thought. And Chandler right. was like, yeah, I told you so. I was like, yeah, but if you had agreed with me that I sucked, I would have cried. So, like, <laughs> you had to say that. <laughs> but anyway, so I was like, I was annoyed with myself that night. And then looking back, I'm annoyed that, like, I let it, something so little get to me so much. Like, it's, anyway, it was kind of ridiculous. But anyway. No, that's, you're, very, so. you're, you're very hard on yourself. With some things. Well, and... You, um... Uh, don't... Don't be that hard on yourself. And don't... But... But... I mean, we've both kind of always been that way. I mean, that is the... I mean, that's just our personality. I mean... We're a little bit of perfectionist with some things. And then sometimes I'm like... (gasps) Whatever... But, yeah, so we tend to be a little bit harder on ourselves than we need to be, um, but... Except with the, like, time management of a podcast. 
Yeah, I mean, we did pretty good last week and this week. Yeah, we're getting better. But okay, I during mean, my all cat's... that, did you think of anything good? Uh, no, not one thing. Monday happened, then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and it's Friday. I'm like my kid who gets a sucker at school when they leave on Friday, so he gets super excited. Because he doesn't want to go to school, right? I'm like, but it's Friday. It's yeah. Sucker Friday. He's like, oh, I get a red sucker. Um, sucker Friday. But, you know, <laughs> you know, it's the little things when you're, you know, four. Yeah. But um, so I'm trying to think. Essentially, I it was my Sucker Friday, and it was the last day of the semester. So, I mean, finals are next week, but whatever. I don't know. I don't have a good thing for the week. This podcast is the good thing for my week. Yeah. I get to. Well, I had. I, I had about things with you. I had a really good weekend last weekend. Um, so that was, and well, and my week this week was much better than last week actually. Um, my heart was not bothering me as much. I slept much better all week. Um, no, I had a really great weekend last weekend, and I had some really good tacos and chips and queso and tequila Saturday night, and uh. Had a nice dinner out Friday night. Went to the Antique Mall Saturday. Bought. <laughs> I went looking for dining chairs and uh, maybe a globe. And I left spending $4 on a Samantha Fox record. It has five songs and four of them are different versions of the same song. Her, her, like, her only hit that I know of that touched me, touch me. I want to feel your body, your heartbeat next to mine. Um, I got in trouble for singing this. Yeah, when I was, like, five, I would get in trouble for singing that, understandably so. Um, so. <laughs> it's not appropriate for a five-year-old. No, and I, I realize Funny. that now, but um, <laughs> but I saw that vinyl for three ninety eight. I was like, I'm going to be a rebel and buy it. And... <laughs> Five-year-old Whitney is vindicated. And then I left it at Chandler's house, and he brought it to me last night, and I listened to, like, 30 seconds of one of the versions of Touch Me, and I was like, I'm going to stop this because I'm not subjecting you to anymore. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. Our good things for the week are kind of lame. Maybe we'll try better for next week. But we do have Instagram. And we are now on Apple Podcasts yeah. and Spotify and Google Play, whatever. Anyway, we're all on the things. So I think well, on all the things. I think we, we are. Listen. But so I see how many listens we have, but I'm convinced nobody makes it to the end. Here's to hoping that next week will be better. It will be. You know what? I, on my letterboard, in my bathroom, it had been the same thing since like February. It says, show them what is possible. Before that, it said, don't be a little bitch. Uh, now, it says, May is going to be a good censored month. Uh, <laughs> and it is. And so, this next week's going to be a good week. And you're going to have good things to share that have happened to you. More yeah. good things and less annoyances, hopefully. Right. What are we going to tackle next week? Are we going to tackle cancel culture next week? I was going to say, I think that should be next But, like, the people who complain about cancel culture, I remember when some of you boycotted Kmart because they were owned by the same company that owned Walden Books who sold pornography, so. What? Scandalous. 
Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. That was your trailer for next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Well, um, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, um, we do enjoy this and we hope that you are at least entertained and laugh a little bit. So have a better weekend than we did. Have a week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Have a better weekend than our week was. Right. And we'll try to do the same. We'll try. So we're not a couple okay. of Karens next week. No, we're not going to be Karens. Don't be a Karen. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.